Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, it's your girl Dr. Amelie and I'm back. Yes, just me for season 3 of Life After the Letters, your OG favorite Dr. Led podcast. Guys, I'm so excited to even come to you alone to do this podcast. The reason I say that is because for first season, we had discussions. So when I say we, I mean me and my previous co-host, Suba. And we would just have chats about things that were going on in healthcare at the time. So we looked at abortions, um, the abortion referendum. We also looked at Grenfell Tower and what that meant for the mental health of the community. And we looked at loads of different things. Then for season two, we brought it back to interviews. And that's because Suba went to New Zealand and we needed to find a way of continuing the podcast but also finding a way to kind of still speak to our audience so we did interviews and interviewed some absolutely amazing doctors so one of my favorite episodes ever was the one that I did with Dr Jacintha one of my good friends now and we talked about grief and what that looks like particularly when you're someone who works in healthcare as well so check out that episode and also one of my favorites was Dr Seema Yasmin I just really got to hear her I just really got to hear her career trajectory. And Dr. Seema Yasmin is now a CNN um, broadcaster. She's also a Stanford University professor. And we've just got some amazing guests from Dr. Esho to um, Mr. David Selu, who was, I think, maybe the only doctor to ever get imprisoned um, for manslaughter. And he has since been exonerated and no longer scapegoated, even though he was at the time. So check out those episodes. Absolutely, like, amazing end of the season. Thanks. Dr. Sally. So you are back now with just me, no guest, no co-host. I'm sad about it, but I'm also so excited. So really, in this first episode, I thought I would talk to you about one of my favorite topics, and that is communicating with patients. And what's so funny is like, before I even came to do this season, I was thinking, okay, how do I get people to listen? And one of the ways I was thinking was, okay, you go on YouTube, people always write these like clickbait titles. So the clickbait title that I came up with was manipulating your patients. But also, I'm also not looking for the type of people who are trying to manipulate their patients to come and listen to my show. So that's why it's called negotiating with your patients. So the reason I even came to think about this was because I've been obsessed with Masterclass lately. So Masterclass is this website platform. And essentially what happens on masterclass is that they invite all these amazing experts from across all industries um, who are just 
top of their game to deliver classes and courses on different topics so just to give you an example they've got Malcolm Gladwell the author who talks about writing a short story you've also got Sarah Blakely who's founder of Spanx and she's talking about setting up a business I still need to listen to that but I'm going to listen to that when I'm feeling like more motivated to make money and now I most recently and I've got about three classes left to go on his like entire course but it's by Chris Foss. So Chris Foss, I hadn't heard of him before this, even though I'd seen one of his books before. And Chris Foss is basically, well, an ex-FBI negotiator. And not only for all you like true crime fans out there, um, I think this is a great episode for absolutely anyone who's just interested in communicating with people. And the way he really like frames communication and negotiation is just about how does one get to success? How does one get to a successful communication interaction with the patient or in his case, terrorists and bank robbers? How do we get to a good solution that suits everyone and everyone feels that they have some sort of buy into? And when I was listening to him speak, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I do that every single day, particularly when I was working in A&E. So by the time you listen to this episode, I was have probably completed my first day induction doing pediatric training so that will be interesting hopefully my next episode might have some reflections into that so Chris Voss FBI negotiator he basically gives lots of techniques and how to best negotiate with people and how to get to solutions that look good for both parties well really just him and I think what's really interesting is that he consistently talks about empathizing with the person in which you're talking to and I think what's interesting is when you're coming from a position of authority a lot of the times I think as doctors we think we know best and I'm sure a lot of the nurses who might listen to that are like "Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. like you doctors really think you know best but what's interesting is that Chris Foss really breaks it down and what I want to talk about today are three of his techniques so he talks about mirroring he talks about labeling and he talks about mastering delivery so whenever I think about medicine and med school and the type of training that we get when it comes to communication is what's interesting is that we almost always talk about ice like that is the top of the pyramid of the communication period when it comes to talking to your patients so ice for those of you don't know is looking at your patients ideas concerns and expectations and whilst this is great because actually all those three things are really important to bear in mind it doesn't actually give you any sort of techniques of how to achieve that in the best way. And I think what's interesting about Chris Voss's methods are that his methods really get to the point of how someone's feeling and really tries to almost like negotiate slash manipulate the way that they're thinking um, to kind of marry it towards yours. So it's kind of getting rid of all that rubbish, getting rid of all the frustrations, getting rid of all the irritation that you might have between a patient and a clinician who have different ideas and just get to a solution. So let's talk about his first one. And I've tried all these techniques out, by the way, because I am that girl. So mirroring, um, the way he talks about mirroring, so mirroring is just simple repetitions. So the aim of mirroring is to gather as much information as possible. So let me see if I can think of an example. Yes, I've got one. So let's say, for example, a patient is seeing you in A&E and they come to you and they're like, hey, doctor, I have chest pain. My chest pain started earlier today. I was driving at the time. And so 
at that moment, I think as clinicians, our next questions are like, okay, so can you characterize that chest pain for me? What was it out on a scale of one to 10? Did it come from like, did it radiate anywhere? And I think what's really interesting, what Chris Foss would ask you to do at that moment is to just take a step back and to mirror them. So what that looks like is you to be like, chest pain whilst driving? So you see there, what he's done is picked up, up a few of their words to just kind of repeat them back to them. So now the way that you deliver that message is really important. So you don't want to do it in an accusatory way, such as chest pain whilst you're driving. It's all about the tone and the way that you do it. And actually by repeating those words back to them in that kind, genuine way, will just allow them to keep speaking. And what he demonstrates in this class is by doing that, you can can get someone to really open up and to gather information. And by virtue of you just asking them these open questions almost by just repeating some of their words back to them, you almost also get them to buy into you as a clinician because they hear you and that they think that, that you're listening to them, which I hope you're doing by the way. But it really gives an air that you're listening, which I think is quite difficult to do sometimes when your aim is just to get to the end of the consultation. The next thing that he talks about is labeling. And I think I've always been, well actually, let me not lie to you. So maybe over the past year or two, I started using labeling a lot in my consultations and my interactions with patients. And the reason I started doing that was because I was with one of my senior doctors and at the time they were like, okay, Amelie, what's important sometimes is when you feel like you're not getting anywhere with a parent, for example, so I see a lot of pediatric patients, when you feel like you're not getting anywhere with a parent, sometimes it's okay just to pause and to call them out. And what my colleague meant by that wasn't for me to be like, yo, why are you getting so angry? But just to take a step back and say, okay, I can sense that you're quite frustrated. Can you tell me what it is that you would like for me to do? So once again, I think tone and the way that you deliver that is really important because once again, it can become accusatory. But what's interesting about it is that Chris um, almost says by calling out what's going on or labeling the situation, it can almost dampen down that response, that fiery response that you were getting already before. Because a lot of the times that fiery response will come from the fact that they feel like they've not been listened to or the fact that they feel like they've wasted their time by coming to you and the fact that you're the person who can give them what they want so I think that's also really really important to consider and I think sometimes what's interesting is particularly when you're in an A&E kind of situation that patient would have had such a long journey before they've even come to you so not only have they sat at home thinking about their condition they have probably tried to call their GP and not got an answer. They've probably done some Googling and got some atrocious questions and answers and responses from Dr. Google or Mumsnet. And then by the time they come to A&E, they've had to wait an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours before they get to see you. And by the time they've got to see you, they've probably repeated their story at least three times, once at the front desk, once to the triage nurse, um, and then once again to you. So I think it's really important to be cognizant of the fact that that's what they're going through. And actually a lot of the frustrations might be steeped very much in their experience rather than that conversation that you're having with them. So what I would implore you to try and do is start to label those situations when they happen and almost just do it from a place of consideration. And you'll see how that can really 
dissipate the kind of tension that you're feeling with your patients. The last thing I really wanted to mention, which I think is just beautiful and something that I have been practicing in my daily life is mastering delivery. So he basically gives some examples of mastering delivery. And so the different types of personas he asks you to put on are one, the late night DJ voice, number two, the analyst voice, and number three, the playful voice. The thing to remember is that we should almost kind of sit in the playful voice a lot of the time because actually a lot of the playful voice, the one that I'm using right now, is non-confrontational, it's genuine, it also makes me seem as though I'm coming from a good place despite the fact that my words haven't changed. And I think what's really interesting is at times, I say at times, a lot of the times, as clinicians we are almost always in the analyst voice where we're telling someone to oh no, I don't think this is a, um, I don't think this is a bacterial tonsillitis, this is most likely a viral tonsillitis, so therefore I won't be giving antibiotics. But interestingly, had you actually gone into your playful voice, that sounds a lot more endearing. So I could say, so actually, just like looking at everything and everything that you've told me, I might even repeat some words back to them, mirror some of the words that they've used before and say, actually, this sounds a lot more viral, which is so reassuring. And I don't think it's bacterial, so that means I don't need to give you antibiotics. But obviously, we're going to keep the door open for you. So if anything changes, come back. And you see how that playful voice just completely changes the tone of the situation and so we've talked about the analyst voice we've talked about the playful voice the one we haven't talked about is the late night dj voice so i think this was the thing that i was the most interested in because actually what i always am most concerned with are my patients who don't respond well to me so let's say for example i'm once again in that a and e situation or I have just finished ward round, I'm coming back to a patient, a patient maybe that I sense is frustrated with what's going on. And what I kind of want to do is diffuse the situation. I think sometimes we over rely on the words that we use and the words that we speak with, but sometimes it's just important to consider the tone in which we're giving it. So Chris um, Voss has labelled it, and I hate to keep using the word label because that was one of the terminologies before, but he labels the last voice as the late night DJ voice. And what's interesting about this voice, it's a little bit more monotone, it's a little bit more low energy. And what's great about this voice, it serves a different purpose, and the purpose it serves is to dissipate any sort of tension and to make yourself non-confrontational as possible but also to make yourself seem as though you're understanding what's going on and that you're recognizing the tone in the room the thing with a playful voice is that it can almost be a little bit too high energy and makes someone feel dismissed so interestingly tuning into that late night dj voice should also help Anyway, thank you so much for listening to that episode. I hope that was an interesting consideration for you guys. So just to kind of go over it again, mirroring, simple repetitions to gather information will do you world of wonders. Labeling different emotions in the room will help you neutralize negative emotions. And mastering delivery and tone in your voice were able to help you control the tone in the room. So yeah, Thank you guys so much for listening. As I like to say, here's to thriving and reflecting. Signing out, Dr. Amelie. Hold up, what was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.